I'm going to pick the first card. We're going to show the card. And then I'm going to come back after they answer that card. And I'll shuffle it again. Pick the second card. And we'll go from there. So here's the first card. See, I want to make sure I keep the the, the, the cards in the camera view. So um, here we go. I'm going to pull the first card off the top. It's a big boss. This is this is one of the harder questions I have. Okay, so here's the question. I don't know how that happens. Oh my gosh. What is a question that you are afraid will be asked? I think we did this question <laughs> in my class. I remember that one. <laughs> yeah, would you uh like to start then? Because uh oh man. I don't, I don't know, man. Yeah, well, you got the question, you got it. Wanna read it again? Let me see, let me get it to the Actually, right. Okay, so okay. the question there is, what is a question you're afraid you'll be asked? Um, I have an answer for this one. Welcome to the Taking Off the Mask podcast. My name is Ashanti Branch, and I'm really glad you've joined us. Today's episode is what we've been waiting for for almost a year. Today is the episode of our young men coming back to the Social Emotional Leadership Academy and having a face-to-face. If you remember in our early episodes, maybe episode one or two, our first episodes were a mixture of like individual conversations between me and also face-to-face between some of the young men who helped kick off the podcast. Sam, who you've met a couple of times, is coming back and he's going to have a conversation with Ben. These are both young men who are a part of the Social Emotional Leadership Academy. And they actually knew each other back in elementary school. Uh, this is a really beautiful conversation. A 16-year-old and a 17-year-old. One is junior, heading to a junior year of high school. And one is senior. Asking about life. Wondering about what to do next. Having a conversation about the masks they feel the need to wear. Maybe you think back to when you were 16 and 17. Like, what were you excited about life? What were you worried about life? Did you have a place to talk about the places that you didn't know what to do? Where you felt confused or concerned or worried? This is a really beautiful conversation in this face-to-face. And as we evolve the model of the face-to-face, I'm hoping that you get to experience, um, this is going to look a little different than other episodes. So about halfway through their conversation, you're going to hear me come and add something to the conversation. Um, Ben and Sam are going to actually play Ever Forward Club The Adventure as a part of the second half of the podcast. So I'll come in and I will begin sharing them the questions that they're going to answer. Um, If you don't know about our game, we created this game, Ever Forward Club The Adventure, to invite people to build deep community and connections. and Sam was a part of the early prototype of the game, but today he gets to use the game as a deepening, as a deepening connection with Ben. And so I'm really excited about you not only being able to see the game in action, but also that you get a chance to hopefully recognize how this could benefit you and your connections and your communications and your relationships. You will also in this episode be introduced to one of our team members who's been working with us this summer, Justin Martinez. Uh, Justin is um, going back to school to start graduate studies in social work. 
uh, and he helps close out the episode. So it'll be a kind of a dynamic episode you will experience today. Um, but what I hope you will see and hear is an opportunity for two young men to come together to have really meaningful conversation, to have an opportunity to take off their masks and get real. And I just want to give you a, a prep for next week because next week you're going to hear from a 13-year-old and a 14-year-old who are going to come together and talk about their masks. They are also a part of the Social Emotional Leadership Academy. We're excited about this next season. We're about to hit episode 50. This will be our one-year anniversary. So lots of stuff happening over this summer, and we're excited that you're a part of the journey with us. If you haven't yet made a mask, we invite you to go to 100kmasks.com to make a mask. If you're not following or subscribing, please subscribe or share this with somebody who you think can benefit. And if you are a parent, educator, mentor, coach, maybe some of your players need to hear this conversation. To hear two young men having a real conversation about life with the masks as much as they can off. We thank you for being a part of the Taking Off the Mask experience and this podcast and this movement. And we're excited about the journey ahead. There's a lot of new things coming out with our work. And we're excited that you get to be on the journey with us. Thank you for being here today. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Taking off the mask podcast. Um, my name is Ben. My I'm name a first. Oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah, you can you can go. All right, I think we should just I think we should just start from the top right. Here. Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, let's do that. Except you say my name is Ben and mine, and then I'll yeah, and then okay. All right. Hey guys, welcome to the Taking Off the Mask podcast. My name is Ben. My name is Sam. Um, I'm a first year intern here. Um, this is the first podcast that I'm going to be on. Um, I'm really glad to have gotten the opportunity to work here and I'm really excited to do this today. Yeah, and um, I'm a second year intern and this is uh, my second podcast. So uh, it's still kind of new to this entire thing, but I think we should get right into it so uh would you like to go first would you like to share your mask first um okay i think we can both share the front sides of our masks and then go to the back so i can start um i'm not a very artsy person i'm not great at um drawing really anything but um on the front of my mask i put the words intelligent hardworking, and amiable um, I think that as a person, I really like to try and project myself as somebody who's intelligent and capable and driven. Um, that's definitely been a part of my entire life. I've definitely wanted to create an image of myself that might not always be accurate, but I try to be friendly. I try to hold myself to a high standard and just generally be easy to be around for other people. Um, I pick those words because I think that a lot of my identity is centered around helping other people. And that's, those are things that I think can be very helpful and things that I try to present myself as. Yeah. Um, when I first met you, like 
uh, after all those years, actually, me and you have like a little history. Uh, I saw you helping out with uh, Shanti, and uh, yeah, yeah, I, I think that a lot of that is true. Um, for me, uh, this is my amazing drawing of a uh, I love triangle thingy. Uh, I wrote that I'm confident, courageous, and uh, creative. And uh, yeah, you can see right here. Um, yeah, I think that uh, I'm willing to try a lot of new things and um, you no. Know, Whenever a new opportunity presents itself, uh, I'm not afraid to like take it on, and um, yeah, a lot of that is uh, centered around this program. So um, whenever they ask for ideas or anything, I, I try to be as creative as possible and trying to help out. Uh, we have like some plans behind the scenes that we're like coming up with. So yeah, a lot of that is uh, helping me bring out like these these parts of myself. Um, so yeah, a lot of this, I'm still finding out. Uh, it's a lot of like new things, but yeah, for yeah. now, this is this what I have on my front. I um, just for a little context for anybody watching, um, me and Sam used to go to middle school together um, for about two years. It's been like six years since then, but you've definitely exemplified all of those characteristics. Yeah, thank you. I remember, I remember like fifth grade, you were definitely one of the most courageous people in our class. You had really good ideas and you weren't afraid to share them. And yeah, I can definitely you. see that now too. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so uh, do you want to share the uh, back of your mask first? Okay. Um, yeah. yeah. So I think um, the words that I put on the back of my mask were anxious exhausted and restless. Um, anxiety has always been something I've dealt with, whether it's been in the form of just, I guess, performance anxiety when it's come to sports or like other types of artistic mediums, like um, especially in middle school, I did a lot of like singing and music and that definitely brought a lot of anxiety. Um, I dealt with about a panic disorder for a little bit, um, mostly medication induced, but um, it definitely shaped my perspective. Um, anxiety is something that I've dealt with for most of my life. And I think that I'm just kind of an anxious person. So that's something that I don't always like to express to people. Um, on a similar vein, I don't like showing people that I can like get burnt out or get tired. I really like to present myself as somebody who can just do it all constantly at full speed all the time. And that's not the case for me. I don't think it's really the case for anybody, but it's difficult for me to show that to people. It's really difficult to not try and create an image of perfection or of assumed perfection at the very least. And I think that as a person, I'm also kind of restless. Um, it takes a lot to capture my interest for an extended period of time. And I've cycled through a lot of different hobbies and a lot of different things. And um, it's really difficult for me to just focus on one specific thing. Um, I've also had like sleeping problems for a long time. It's been difficult for me to like fall asleep and stay asleep. And I either sleep way too much or way too little. Um, yeah, I feel like I definitely am always wanting to move around and be like antsy. And that's something that it comes out a lot of the time unintentionally but it's something that I don't like to project 
um yeah that's what i have on the back of my desk yeah i think um thank you for sharing first off thank you um i think it's um important to take breaks and it like something that i have similar to you is uh i'm also like really tired a lot of that is is the same and uh, i wrote on the back of my mask uh uncertainty and tired um because uh i guess that um yeah sometimes i overwork myself as well i think that's a common problem that a lot of people have uh and um i don't know usually i cross the line with uh the work that i give myself um just because like i want to get a lot of stuff done and um yeah i i guess i don't like to be bored but then like i guess i take on too many challenges at once and uh yeah i think a lot of that ties into my uncertainty because uh i don't really know what i want to do in the future it's like a lot of things like especially this year uh because i'm like growing up i guess like i'm thinking about like my future a lot more than like last year uh so yeah i guess i was i'm like starting to take things more seriously and um yeah i've been doing a lot of like i guess work for myself and uh yeah for other people to try and help myself but i I still don't know like exactly what i like and um yeah i guess that tires me out too uh and yeah it's it's weird but i think i think i'm i'm getting there and uh i don't really show it off i I show off like you know like me acting like i know what i'm about to do and stuff but yeah that's not the case for me and i I think it's the same thing for a lot of people and yeah yeah thank you for sharing um i that was actually the perfect word i was trying to think of what to say in the sense of doing a lot but not exactly knowing what you want to do with your future I I strongly relate to that. Um, I literally got a degree in psychology and I have no clue if I actually want to pursue that as a career path. I don't know what I want to do either. And I think that it's easier to express yourself through like drive and showing people that you can do pretty much anything rather than actually selecting something to go with in the future. Um, But also I think it's hard to pick one specific thing that you want to do just for the rest of your life. I think it's perfectly natural to cycle through different occupations, but um, I, I guess there is a lot of like social stigma around that. So I understand how that can be something that can be really daunting, especially to people who are just like 16, 17. Like we're, we're so close to getting thrown into the world. Yeah, I know. Like, um, like these people, like I'm jealous of like some people that like have this thing that they love. And uh, I feel like I'm going to get there someday, but right now I'm just, like, so confused. Uh, and, uh, yeah, but, I mean, I keep the uh, the hope that I, I'm going to know what to do. And uh, very soon, that's, like, it's like a goal for myself, like, figure out what I want to do. And I feel like that's a lot to put on myself in the next year. Because, I mean, last year I wasn't thinking about any of this. I was, like, just chilling i guess hanging out playing like video games and just messing around and then uh this year things got a lot more serious so yeah i feel like i wasn't really prepared for a lot of this and i'm still not but 
Yeah, I'm slowly getting there. And uh, yeah, I think we should um, move to the uh, card game. So, Ashanti, if you're there, can you uh, shuffle the cards? And yeah, we, we can uh, pick some out and get started. For those of you who don't know, The Adventure is a card game that was uh, created by Ashanti and the Everforward Club itself. Um, it's designed to help groups of people, whether they be like students or with like in a classroom setting or groups of people like families and friends connect to each other through some deeply personal questions. Um, it's done in a really interesting way though. And you're about to get to see us play a little bit of it. Yeah. Thank you. And, um, uh, Ben got to play with his class, uh, in the adventure um, and I think I think it was the first time I think somebody had gotten one of the hardest questions, I think. And I was like, no, don't don't do that. Don't do that. And I was I remember I was like trying to find a new question. I was like, we haven't had that happen before. So I um, I said, let me just find you a new question, because uh, that was a hard one, you know, and and he was like, I found we picked a new question. And he was like, no, I'll, I'll go with the first one. I'm like. Wow, how courageous! You made me made me feel so like like I felt I I was feeling something there. I was like, that's so awesome! Like because I I don't know if I would have answered it when I was a, a high school student, you know. So I want to just appreciate you for that and just giving me courage to be like, okay, Shanti, you know, it's bad. Everyone's gonna feel it different ways, right? Every question that happens. So as you can't see, it, I was actually shuffling them. So I'm shuffling these. Um, you know, we're trying to like make. This is as, as real TV as possible, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm going to pick the first four uh, that come up. I'm going I'm to cut the deck. You, you, there's no slide of the hand stuff. There's really, there's 88 questions here. Uh, there's uh, four different categories of questions. There is uh, leap of faith. Uh, that's a harder question. There's the big boss. Those are the two harder categories of questions. And then we have sunrise, sunset. Those are things that are starting and ending. And then we have um, the lessons learned and navigating the storm, some navigating challenging times in your life. Okay, so here we go. I've, I've shuffled them. I hope you saw that. I hope you were watching that. And I'm gonna cut it. I'm gonna cut the deck. You know, you cut the deck. Okay, cut it. Cut the deck like that. Okay. I want like a magic. Where you like, there's a magic trick in there. I mean, there's no magic trick. <laughs> I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick the first card. We're gonna show the card. And then I'm going to come back after they answer that card and I'll shuffle it again, pick the second card and we'll go from there. So here's the first card. See, I want to make sure I keep the the, the, the cards in the camera view. So um, here we go. I'm going to pull the first card off the top. It's a big boss. This is this is one of the harder questions. I have. OK, so here's the question. I don't know how that happens. Oh, my God. What is a question that you are afraid you will be asked? I think we did this question <laughs> in my class. I remember that one. <laughs> yeah, would you uh, like to start then? Because, uh, oh man, I, I don't know, man. yeah, well, you got the question, you got it. Want to read it again? Let me, let me, let me get it to the Actually, right. Okay, so okay. the question there is What is a question you're afraid you'll be asked? Um, I have an answer for this one. Um, yeah. So we were kind of talking about this earlier in the recording. I'm really nervous that somebody's going to ask me like what I want to do with my life. I don't have that many solid or concrete plans as to like what I want to do with my life. 
um, that's something that really makes me nervous because I feel like you're kind of expected to know what you want to do around the ages of like 16 or 17, even though that's definitely not the case for the majority of people. Um, I just realized that I was supposed to um, say whether or not I was going to answer inside the mask or outside the mask. Um, I think, I feel like this counts as outside the mask. I definitely, there's not that many things I'm scared of being asked. I really like talking to people about my experiences because I think that makes it like destigmatizes things. But being asked about like my personal goals and my personal plans really, it makes me scared because I don't really have many of them. Uh, yeah, that's my answer. Yeah, actually, uh, I'm going to, answer from the back of the mask and uh my answer is really similar so it would be what do you want to do for like your future and uh i guess that i i really wouldn't know how to answer that uh because uh before um like my parents would tell me like all these different jobs and i would be like okay yeah that sounds that sounds awesome i'll, I'll look into that like my mom she was like oh you got to be a surgeon my dad was like oh look into uh engineering and then they're like talking about like veterinarians dentists i was like geez geez all right all right and uh, that was a lot and uh honestly i was looking into like some of those things and like uh not a lot of that interested me but um i don't know there's like a lot of we like like the uh surgeon stuff like at first I was like, oh yeah, all right, that's it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a surgeon. I'm gonna go to school for like what ten years. Uh, once I'm thirty, I'm gonna be making a lot of money. And boom, easy plan. And then I looked into it. And I was like, oh my goodness, like that. There's like a like you gotta put a knife into into this and all that. And I was like, oh yep, no, I'm not. I'm, I don't. I don't got the stomach for that. So that was out. And then uh, I don't know. Yeah, no, actually, I do know that I don't want to, like, do those things. And, um, yeah, I guess uh, a lot of this uncertainty, and uh, this comes from, like, me wanting to do stuff for myself. And a lot, I think a lot of kids around my age can relate. Like, a lot of parents want you to do things that they want you to do. But I think that a lot of, a lot of times they don't really give you the chance to like look into stuff that you want to do to be happy. Like, uh, I don't know. A lot of people that I know, their parents are like, Oh, be a doctor, make a lot of money, uh, retire early. And then boom, that's, that's an easy life. And, uh, yeah, a lot of people don't think about like a lot of parents, actually not people don't think about how that would affect the kid. If, if they like really want to do something else, then, you know, they might feel forced to take in this career path that they wouldn't want. And, um, yeah, that's how I felt for a lot of the, a lot of the time, like mostly this year. But then, uh, you know, I talked to my parents. I was like, yeah, you know, I, I don't really want to do this. And luckily they were supportive. They're like, all right, just do what like makes you happy. Um, but I still don't know what that is yet. So yeah, that's, that's my answer for, for now. Yeah, thank you for sharing. Um, I I think a lot of us have really similar experiences to that, like especially with parents who just really want their kids to have money and don't really think about other things. I know I kind of went through a similar thing with uh, law, like 10 years of school just to make a good living 
and it's enticing at first, but then when you look into it, it's just, it's not fun. It's not going to be like a rewarding career path other than financially. So I, I think that's, I think you're definitely shedding light on a really, a big problem that doesn't get talked about all that often. Like, it's kind of sad that um, people think mostly in financial terms when it comes to career planning, just when it, at least parents. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, I think that, yeah, I think that we're ready for the next question, but yeah, I think this should get talked about a lot more. And um, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure what to say right now, honestly. Yeah, uh, I think we're we're ready for the uh, next question. Yeah, so thank you for sharing, Ben. And, um, thank you too. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you both. Um, okay, I'm gonna shuffle them again. Thank you both for answering that question. Uh, that was from the big boss category. These are shuffling again. I will cut the deck, and then we will. On our cards keep falling, and then we will show the question. So here's the deck shuffled. I will cut the deck. That cut the deck. Put put it behind. Okay. Here's a question. Challenge card. Oh, what? What's happening? Okay. Look, this is another challenge. <laughs> this is another big boss. I I don't know what's happening with this. This is shuffling and cut, but that's just what it is. It says. Can somebody read it? I'm I'm missing in reverse. Yo, what was the hardest day of your life? I have to think about that one. That's a hard one. That's a hard question. Okay. All right. Um, I can go first. Uh, okay. Just because actually, want, yeah, you, you yeah, I've, I've answered okay. this question like a, a lot of times. Um, okay. I'm gonna. Yeah. So, uh, for me. The hardest day of my life was uh, actually when, uh, yeah, I was thinking like either the day that I was in a car accident. So for context, I was uh, hit by a car. I broke like 20 bones. Uh, biggest breaks from my leg and my arm, which are two things that like a person needs a lot. Um, but yeah, I feel like that was the hardest day of my life, but also it led to some of the hardest months of my life. So, yeah, I think just because uh, losing the ability to walk for a while and then to, like, use my arm, those are, like, two things that, that made life really, really difficult. Uh, yeah, but um, luckily I had no trauma because uh, I kind of blacked out the entire time, so I, I don't remember anything. So I, I was I was pretty lucky there. Um, so yeah, a lot of the hardships came from me not be able being able to uh, walk, and I was stuck to a bed for like six months, and then I had to learn how to walk all over again uh, with both my legs, because um my right leg, which was the one I broke, I I, I couldn't move at all, but my left leg was pretty much stiff because I was like in a bed, so I, I didn't get any exercise. The uh, only thing that I moved was um, my arm to, like, try and steer the wheelchair. And, uh, yeah, but I could barely do that. I was just moving one way because uh, I couldn't steer it both ways and it sucked. Because um, there's always someone behind me pushing me. Uh, but, yeah, I had to learn how to walk again. So that was really hard. 
So I don't think there was one most difficult day in my life, but it was like a a day that led into a lot more days that were very difficult. And um, yeah, that's that's for me. And that was uh, in the back of the mess. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, that's absolutely one of the hardest things I've ever heard. And definitely it's it's really easy to forget how important like certain uh, like walking and like moving things with your arm it's easy to forget how important that is and until you lose that it can be really difficult to just like be thankful every day that we have what we have um i let me think i think the hardest day of my life was probably the day where um i i had to get taken by um an ambulance because I passed out from exhaustion in the middle of San Francisco. Um, I had been up for about two nights before I'd been working constantly. At that point, I was taking um, six college classes and then three AP classes in high school. And I was also on a sports team and I just kind of neglected myself. Um, I was also taking this new stomach medication um, I had some stomach problems for a little bit. I had an ulcer and it was, it wasn't good, but, um, I put too much caffeine in my system and I literally blacked out in the middle of SF when I was like trying to take a little bit of a break. Um, I, I don't, that's definitely, that's definitely not as difficult as a lot of what you've been through, honestly, any of what you've been through, but it was definitely a harrowing moment for me and it was a turning point. It, like before that point, I really didn't think that any of the ways that I treated myself were going to come back to hurt me. But after that point, I like understood that I had to make some changes in the way that I was living or I would have like permanent, I would have permanent physical deformities and issues. Um, I think that is from the back of the mask. I, that is definitely the hardest day in my life that I can remember as of right now. Um, yeah. yeah, I think it's um, important to, uh, you know, take little breaks and like everyone has problems, even if they're huge or they're small. Um, problems are like problems. And yeah, I know I've struggled with uh, overworking, but yeah, like... I'm not sure if you're, you, you've overcome that challenge or not, but if you haven't, I think um, you should find ways to take breaks. And if you have, then um, I'm glad that that part of your life is over. And uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, it's a constant struggle, but um, I, hope that, I hope that things have just gotten better for you entirely, like physically. That, yeah. that definitely sounds like a huge hurdle in your life. And just a painful experience and like i'm sure i'm sure you definitely learned from it but that doesn't make it any better yeah you're right um i mean yeah there's a lot of things that i learned from it but yeah a lot of stuff was uh pretty difficult but yeah yeah what can you do when something happens you just gotta you gotta deal with it as best as you can yeah um okay i think we're ready for the next question now, this time I'm not going to cut it because every time I cut it last time, we end up with a big ball. So I'm not going to cut it this time. I'm just going to 
pick the one on top. I shuffle, 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 because every time I cut it, somehow Big Boss pops up. So here we go. I didn't cut it. I didn't cut it. Question is right here. Here's the question. It's not a Big Boss this time, but it is weathering this. It is a uh, lessons learned. So, so tell us about a time when you realized you were becoming an adult. Oh, when I got my mustache. No. I'm <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to turn my camera off. Okay, thank you. All right, so would you like to go first? Um. Okay. I think that a time that I realized I was becoming an adult was, um, it was one day, I run cross-country pretty much every day. Um, it was a really late practice. It was a long practice. For most of my life, I've had, like, a relatively, like, strict curfew. Like, there was... I guess up until like sophomore year, I was home pretty much every day by sunset. And that was definitely, it, it was definitely a frustration. But um, one of my practices went really, really late. And um, I was terrified that my family was not going to be happy about it. And when I got home, I basically, nothing happened. It was, it was really strange. And I think that that was just one incident of many where like restrictions were being loosened and um i was expected to like basically do more for myself but also also i think a better example of that would probably be like the time i got my first job but um i that's that's a really broad question um i'm trying to think of something from the back of the mask that's like a little bit more personal um hmm. yeah if you'd like um I can go next, and then we can uh, get back to you so you have some time to think. Okay, that that could yeah. probably be helpful. All right, so, um, yeah, I think that the um, time I realized I was becoming an adult was, uh, I guess, when, hmm, yeah, I offered to go first, but I don't even know. Uh, I guess, yeah, you're right. Uh I mean, I'm becoming an adult, so I'm not getting an, an adult, but I think it was when I started to worry about my future because, um, yeah, like right now, I'm, 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 that's like one of my top stressors. Like, what am I going to do? Like in two years, I'm out of high school and then I'm an adult. So like right now, like I'm, I'm, I, I still think of myself as like a kid with like kid problems and stuff. So yeah, like, I mean, two years is, like, pretty much nothing, like, but it's it's nothing and a lot at the same time, like, a lot can happen in two years, um, but yeah, I think I'm still gonna look the same, I, I, I might, like, act a little bit different, but yeah, I don't know how two years is gonna make me an adult, like, 18, like, I, I'm not sure why, when we're 18, we're, we're adults. Like, that number makes us an adult. And uh, I think that when I'm 18, I'm still going to be becoming an adult because uh, I don't think I'm ready for the adult life. Like, I, I, I'm, i like, preparing myself, but I know, like, I'm not going to move out at 18. I'm not going to, you know, like, be done with my career at 18. I still have, like, a long, long ways to go. Um, so, yeah, I think... Uh, I think I, I, I guess I'm realizing that I'm, I'm becoming an adult right now because I'm, I'm like worried about, I guess, 
these uh, adult problems that I don't yet have, but I know I have, like, I know I have coming. Um, and yeah, I, I feel like that was both the front of the mask and the back of the mask because, uh, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I show it a lot that, uh, I'm stressed and I'm not sure what I'm going to do as an adult, but like also it's from the back of my mask because it's also like personal. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I think that's, it's the best way for me to answer the question without, you know, confusing it too much. And yeah, are you ready yeah. to uh, go next? Um, I think so. Yeah, cool. I think that definitely that's definitely true. I think worrying about the future is always just a really big sign. I guess kind of in that vein, not to get like too deep into it, but when I started caring more about like political issues and how politics can actually have a real effect on people, I think that when maybe maybe this was. This is probably a little bit earlier. Um, I didn't really understand like how certain politicians and certain policies affected greater numbers of people. Um, I think, I guess this was closer to middle school. Like when I started looking at um, some of the policies that were being passed in Oakland and just in the Bay Area and like seeing a lot of protests and going to a lot of different like political events, I think I started to understand just, just how important things that are often like chalked up to be, I guess, unimportant, maybe like, or just less important, um, how, like how much impact they really have. Um, I guess in that sense, like caring, caring more about my future and the future of the people around me was something that only really happened when I started maturing. I think that as a child, I definitely had a problem understanding how my actions affected the people around me and how even how other people's actions affected the people around them. But um, I think one of the things that really, like, really shifted for me mentally was just looking at situations holistically and being able to discern information and discern the ways in which people are being mistreated by things that they can't really change regardless of how hard they try yeah yeah i think that has a lot to do with uh what i said in and yeah i think uh, it, it, this kind of shows how how many kids i guess our age are uh, still wondering what they're gonna do and and they're still confused. I know I'm not the only one, and I know you and me aren't the only people or or kids who have no like are still confused. So yeah, I guess it's 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 both weird and confusing how we're supposed to figure out what to do in like four years of high school. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Um, thank you for sharing that as well. Uh, and yeah, I think these are my final thoughts. Uh, what about you? Yeah, thank you. Um, thank you for sharing. I I don't know. I feel like sometimes it seems like the world's just blazing around us. Like everything's on fire. There's just natural disasters everywhere. Feels like there's no stability. Um, I think that having conversations that are candid like this can really actually make an impact. So I'm really I'm really glad that I got to sit down and do this. Um, and I hope that, 
not not to get all activisty, but I hope that we can actually make some positive changes in the future, and that our generation won't have to, um, I guess, worry like entirely about what they're gonna do in the next like four years. Like, it's definitely more difficult to survive now and based really anywhere in the world than it was in the past. Um, but with changing times come changing circumstances and we're going to have to make it through one way or another. Um, yeah, I think that's my final thought. That's a good way to end, like end all this. Um, so I think, uh, I think we're ready for, um, Justin to pop up right here. Uh, how about that? Can you hear me? There I am. Yeah, Yeah. we can hear you. What's up? Hey. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was really nice listening to you, to you both. Uh, love the insight that both of you uh, brought forth. And I really enjoyed watching you both acknowledge each other, too, with uh, just sharing your thoughts and insights on the topic. I think that you both are very aware with uh, the realities that face you as young people uh, entering adulthood. Just because society says that you're an adult um, doesn't necessarily uh, make it so, doesn't make it true. You know, I could remember back when I was 18, uh, feeling the pressure of like knowing that I needed to know what I was going to do. I started college when I was 17. So even before that, like I had so much pressure around me with friends and uh, teammates and classmates about like, oh, you're in college now or junior college for me, you know, what's your plan? Um, And just feeling like I did not have a clue. Um, And that's okay. I just want to point that out that you guys you know, feeling that way, if you do, you may know what you think you want to do, but your mind may change a hundred different times because mine has. Um, That's okay that you don't know what to do. It's actually right where you need to be because not knowing what you want to do actually is a beautiful thing because then you get to become what you want. You get to spend time on cultivating what it is that you think you want to do, think you want to be. You know, and that takes time. It takes a process. It's something that you definitely have to have faith and trust in, you know, whatever, however you practice your faith or or belief within yourself. It's something that is a pivotal, pivotal for your for your growth. But surrounding yourself around uh, young people like yourselves, uh, keeping those connections with each other and supporting each other along the way is all the support that you need. You know, sometimes less is more. You can have a lot of friends um, or a lot of people that you know, but not have a lot of friends. You know, you two, um, you know, represented the support that that everyone needs. Um, Just being vulnerable, just being honest, being able to share your thoughts on how you feel is the first step and then giving yourselves uh, the support is the second step and so on and so forth you know um, I'm even learning now I'm 30 years old uh, not to put too much pressure on myself 
because I'm could be very very hard on myself because I'm not where I think I should be or I'm not where my friends are in their life you know like half of my friends are married with children and I want that one day but that's not my reality right now you know life has other things in store for me um so school is my baby right now school is my marriage and yeah when I'm done with that we'll see we'll see what happens you know but I have to constantly remind myself not to be so hard on myself and not to compare myself to others because that does nothing for me my story my journey is my story and my journey and no one other person is going to have the same exact opportunities experiences uh, realities or support systems that I do or don't have you know what I mean so in closing um, I'm excited for you both I'm excited for people that you uh, impact I'm excited for the ones that that you inspire and that you support just remember don't feel like you need to have it all figured out when you turn 18 or when you become an adult do not feel like you need to know that you actually don't need to know that because if you did life would be all figured out for you you know what i mean but then there would be no journey to experience there would be no path to travel you would already know where you stand but life is a journey and life is gonna do this it's not a straight parallel line and that's a beautiful thing and i'll leave it there thanks for hearing me out yeah thank you thank you for the thank advice you. and for for all that um mm -hmm. yeah i actually do appreciate that a lot um mm -hmm. and i don't think there's much that i can add on but just yeah all i have to say is like thank you uh now nah, i'm gonna be thinking about a lot of that like good in the future yeah um is there any last thoughts ben um yeah thank you so much for talking to us about that it's definitely hard to remember that we don't have to have everything figured out but it's always nice to have a reminder and i really appreciate that especially yeah. in this format yeah um there is one quick thing if you mm -hmm. want to go and make a mask yourself uh you can go to 100kmask.com um i think that was what the website was called if not please correct me um, but you can go and make a mask yourself and you can go submit it online. You can do this activity with a friend. You can do this activity with your class. You can do this activity with anybody. So you should go do this activity if you haven't already. Um, that's all I have. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Great sales pitch. Um, yeah. So this is what the uh, mask is going to look like, uh, front of the mask, back of the mask. My name is, uh, Sam right here. I'm from the Bay Area and I'm 16 years old. And uh yeah, thank you guys for listening to us. And um yeah, we're gonna see you guys next time. Ben and Sam, thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you for thank you. coming here. And, um, yeah. Until next time. Until next time. <laughs> Take care. If what you heard today you enjoyed, if you've listened to this and you found something inspiring, please like and subscribe to this podcast. That's the best way for someone to 
uh, find this podcast, maybe like you did, um, please tell someone about it. If you know, listen to some of our previous episodes, and if one of them rings out to you, please share it with somebody you know. Um, we also invite people to join us in a face-to-face where they come together with another person to make a mask and talk about that mask together. There's short conversations, about 20, 30 minutes. So if that's something that's interesting to you, please uh, send us a message, send us a, in the comments below, let us know that you're interested in that. And we look forward to you joining the movement of the Million Mask Movement. And check out our new shirt. I don't know if you, how you can, if you can see it, but this is our new shirt, the Million Mask Movement. And so uh, we'll have these soon available, uh, but we look forward to you being a part of the movement and supporting our work. Uh, please consider supporting the work that we do in Ever Forward and in the work uh, that we do in the Million Mask Movement to let people around the world realize that they're not alone. Thank you.